0: Hey, hey there. Welcome back to another episode of the Freelance Friday Podcast. Today, I want to talk about growing an Instagram account from scratch. This was the year that I decided to start a second Instagram account, and it's really been quite a while since I have grown an Instagram account from zero. Most of the clients that I've worked with over the past few years have had something of a presence before I started working with them. And then of course my own personal Instagram I've had. You know for years really so let's talk about it but first i want to thank the sponsor of today's podcast which i know we don't have very many sponsors for the podcast but i am very very excited to be working with this brand which is descript descript is actually sponsoring our pitch competition for the social media management accelerator so if you're a student you'll be hearing more about them soon and if you're a viewer of the youtube channel you'll be able to watch that pitch competition live in the next couple weeks, which is gonna be really exciting. Descript is what you get when you build audio and video editing software from scratch in the era of AI. It lets you edit your audio by editing the transcript just like you edit a Word doc. It makes adding captions for accessibility a breeze and with features like overdub voice synthesis, studio sound speech enhancement, and one-click removal Of all your ums and ahs, Descript has magic coming out of its ears." And yes, you heard that right. Descript has ears. No, but in all seriousness, Descript is an amazing tool. I'm gonna talk about some of the reels and videos that I've created for this account. And pretty much all of them were created using Descript. If you are not a video editor like I am, it is really easy to cut down videos. I actually am a part of a co-working group that uses Descript, and we just get together once a week and cut down our longer videos and repurpose them for TikTok and Reels and things like that. If that's ever something you're interested in, feel free to send me a direct message, and I'll tell you more about that. But you can check out Descript down in the description box and the show notes for now, and let's hop into the Q1 report. So first up, I want to just share some um, some stats. Actually, you know what? I to tell you why i created this account first and foremost so the account that i created is called at online business launch lab like i said i've had at the latasha james my personal instagram for years and i used that for a really long time to sell my courses and to promote my youtube videos and podcasts and all that but over 2021 Uh, I really started to feel like we needed a home just for that stuff. Our student base grew a lot. And therefore just from a volume perspective, we were getting a lot more people tagging us and stuff, which is like, I always want to see that stuff. We're getting a lot of people sending us messages, which I always want to respond to those things. But when it comes from my personal account, obviously, you know, there are some days that I just want to take off or I just want to post stupid stuff and it was just kind of feeling a little bit constricting And I also felt like I wasn't, you know, delivering the best customer service from a personal account. Lastly, I also, when it comes to my personal brand, you know, while that's very much a part of my business and my life, I also started writing my book and realizing like, okay, I need to start thinking about my author brand in the next year or two, what is that going to look like? Like, I don't know that I want to be pitching courses on my Instagram while talking about, you know the topic of my book. And then lastly, having online business launch lab as just a central hub so that if anyone takes one of my courses, they can just point to their friends or whoever to online lab.com and to online business launch lab on Instagram. And it is like one centralized place for all of the courses, because here's like the, the, the part that nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants to think about, but like, I'm not going to live forever. So it's going to be weird if I create a business that, you know, sustains for a while, either I pass it down to somebody or I sell it or something like that. And it's called like Latasha James courses, you know, and I'm no longer here or I'm no longer teaching them. What if I want to retire and I want to step back as an educator? Obviously this is many years down the road. This is not happening anytime soon, but what if I do want to do that by positioning ourselves as a separate brand, it just allows for more growth, I think, and just more potential with the business. So, let me give you some overall stats. This is all as of the end of Q1. So, I started the account like in very late December, I think. Here are the overall stats. So, we have 1,350 followers. So, again, this is not massive growth, but I'm happy with it. And I'll tell you why in a second. Unfortunately, Instagram, they give, you know, 30 day reports. So, in the past 30 days, we've reached 5,412 accounts. And for those who are new here, those who are new to social media management, reach refers to the number of accounts that basically saw my posts. So it differs from the next metric, which is impressions, which refers to the number of times my content was seen. So. People, one, one account can see multiple pieces of content. One account can see one piece of content multiple times. And therefore the impressions metric is always usually always going to be higher. So impressions for the last 30 days were 17,049. And then in the past 30 days, we had 102 website taps. So actual clicks over to the website from my profile page. I wonder if that includes stories as well. I'm not sure on that one, but 100 people clicked over to the website from the Online Business Launch Lab Instagram. And to be fair, we're not launching anything right now, so we weren't really driving anything, and everything is organic. I have not paid for any ads on OBLL. Um, It's all been just organic posts. Let's go down a little bit and look at content reach and see kind of which types of content really make up those metrics. So reels are leading the pack. No surprise there. Reels are really, they're the newest content type and Instagram really loves them and people really love them. So we got 3,873 reach accounts reached through reels. We reached 1,964 people or accounts through our posts. So just like static image posts, carousels, that kind of thing. 1,014 through videos, which I'm not even really sure what that means. I guess that's what used to be IGTV videos. So a video that's not a real, that's just like posted in feed and 471 through stories. That one isn't surprising because stories are more of a personal, like they're, they're more of a nurturing. Action. They're there for your followers to keep in touch with them. So let me talk about my strategy. I'm going to break down the strategy for each of those different content types, but let's talk about posts first that kind of required the most thought, I guess. So in general, when you're starting an Instagram account, I recommend coming up with content pillars. I've talked about this many times before, but like just deciding what you want to talk about, what your main themes are that you want to be known for. And this is just going to kind of help you like stay on track and make sure that you are having a good content mix. You're not talking too much about one thing or the other. So our pillars really, and again, one of the big purposes, reasons behind starting this account was that I wanted to focus on students. I wanted to focus on students and results of the courses. It's not to say that I'm not still the face of the brand, but I'm much less the face of the brand than I am over on my personal account at the Latasha James, right? I didn't want it to feel me, 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 me. I wanted it to feel very community centric. I wanted to celebrate our students. I want to celebrate their wins. I want to see different faces on the feed. So our first pillar really is students and results. Second is motivation. I wanted it to just kind of be like a lifestyle account almost for freelancers and entrepreneurs, I want it to be an account that people can go to and just like see something funny or see something helpful or see something pretty to look at or an interesting quote to get them thinking and just kind of be a part of their day. So that is the second one. And the third pillar is resources and education. So of course that's like at the heart of what I do. I'm an educator at heart, and I know that for courses and for the types of services and products that we sell, education is really important. We have to really educate our customer. So we decided to create, um, you know, infographics and book lists, reading lists, things like that, that are just like little helpful tidbits of content. Those mostly take place by way of carousels. Now, the other thing that I had to think about when I was designing this feed was colors, we did a brand refresh. We worked with a designer to do some really beautiful logos and come up with color palettes and fonts for us. So that part was pretty easy, but even still I decided to like create some gradients that we can use just to like. I wanted the feed to feel very lively and very like pretty and very colorful. I want you to look at the feed and feel energized. And I don't know, those are all things that went into it for me and for you, if you're listening to this and watching this video and thinking, you know, I'm creating my own Instagram, like try to try to just like jot down some words that you want people to feel when they look at your Instagram. Do you want them to feel happy? Do you want them to pe- feel peaceful? Does you want it to be very vibey, very trendy? You know, I just wanted people to feel happy. And, um, like in a very warm, good mood when they come to the feed and yes, I design everything on this feed so far. So it is not professionally designed besides the logo and stuff, but like all the individual posts I'm creating at this point in time. So they're not like perfect, but I'm trying again. I want it to be a little bit less of the face of the brand, but I do also know that photos and faces, you know, are real big connection points for people as well. So I did want to be present on the feed in addition to the students. So we wanted faces in there in some way. So students were really priority, but then of course, just to like fill in the gaps and to, you know, help also introduce myself as the instructor. I'm the really the only instructor at this point for the school. I needed to be on there somehow too. So we also supplemented the more graphic, you know, fun infographic kind of designs with photos of myself, which were taken by Shelby Dubin, who is the photographer that I worked with. So if I was working with a client or if you're listening to this and you're thinking, all right. I'm ready to do this. Um, do as I say, and not as I do. One of the reasons that our growth isn't, you know, astronomical. I mean, I'm really happy with it, like I said, but one of the reasons that I think it could be a lot better is because I don't post very often on this account. I was doing really well when we were launching our first program of the year, the online business launch lab, I was posting like three times a week, I would say, and then I got busy teaching that course and then I got busy with life. And then now I'm lucky if I'm posting once a week. So if you were in hyper growth mode for Instagram, I do think it is really important to be posting regularly. I mean, ideally posting three to five times per week in the feed. I think is where you're gonna see the most growth but i really fell off with that so like i said i'm taking what i can get and i'm gonna save 1300 for four months three months is still really good okay now as far as reels reels are like the very hot topic and every educator every you know instagram expert or whatever is just like post reels post reels post reels i know i don't know you guys i don't post very many reels on any of my accounts and i really think that quality still trumps quantity In this regard. And the reason for this is my account online business launch lab. It has four reels. And even still it's responsible for the majority of my content reach. So like, while reels are important. I also don't want you to feel like when I say post three to five times a week, that means post three to five reels a week. I don't think you need to do that. I really don't. I think you can say we need to have some reels on our page. We need to do them consistently, maybe once a week, maybe. Heck once a month, I don't know, just be doing them. So there's something that shows up on your page and in the reels kind of explore page, whatever that's called, but I don't think you need to be posting them every day. And I, I will die on that Hill. Okay. So yeah, I have four reels on this account and the strategy for those really were uh, a couple things. Well, first going back to descript today's sponsor. I, like I said, I'm a part of this group where we meet once a week and we just like repurpose our content into reels. And that's really helped me or shorts of any kind. So I post them on TikTok I post them on reels and sometimes I post them here on YouTube shorts as well. And that's super easy. Like it's this podcast that I'm doing right now. I'm already creating this content. So let me take 30 minutes every single week and just chop it up, find an interesting soundbite, add some captions, add a quick little outro that just like works as a call to action to hopefully get people to check out the podcast on YouTube or Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever. And boom, that is one reel for the week done. And then for the cover photo, I think for those, I'm just doing like a lifestyle photo using Shelby's photography. Yeah. It's just like a picture of me. I have like a ton of these photos. I'm going to do another photo shoot once I move in my new space. Um, so I always try to make sure that I have lots of like evergreen brand photos available. So that's a little tip for you. You can use that for in-feed content. You can use that for reels, covers, whatever you want to do, but super, super easy. And then the other type of reel that I've been doing is, um, I did a series when we were launching the social media management accelerator, we have run that course. This is the third time now. So we had a ton of student testimonials. We had a ton of student case studies. We had a ton of students who were willing to hop on camera and join me to talk about their experience. So we use that as kind of like a big launch push, you know, instead of doing podcast interviews or something on YouTube, we said, let's try on Instagram because we know that a lot of our customers, a lot of our ideal customers tend to hang out a lot on Instagram. So what I did, I did this pretty strategically because the account at that point had like 500 followers. You know, it was super, super new. So, what I did was, I invited some of my students, my former students, to join me for an Instagram live on my account, my personal account, The Latasha James, which has way more followers than OBLL and you know would get more reach and get more eyeballs on the interview to hopefully get people to purchase the course now what i did is i saved that video and i used descript to then cut it up once again into little bite-sized snippets that i then posted on instagram as well as TikTok, as well as i think i posted some of them on linkedin and yeah that was pretty easy again i just like repurposed them thinking about working Smarter, not harder, and really getting as much life out of your content as you can is so, so important. And that so far has been my real strategy. I'll talk about what I'm gonna do in the future, uh, but that's what I've been doing so far. Four reels, nothing too special. Videos. So this is just like the stat like the in-feed videos, I guess. We just had a few of those. Again, I used some of the testimonials that we recorded. The way that we got these testimonials is after all of my cohort based courses. So like the more intensive, you know, um, almost like group coaching style courses. I interview my students at the end, me and my operations manager. We get on a zoom call with them, ask them if we can record it and use it as a testimonial. So we just like cut up a bunch of those and put it into this. Again, I designed this, like, I don't love the design of this. I'm going to rethink it for next time, but, um, we just like Put it into a little template in canva so that's what those were um moving forward i'm going to do less of those and more reels if i want to do instagram video content i'm going to do reels as opposed to the like in feed video content just because reels get so much better reach i think so for stories lastly stories like i said are really a you know they're like a nurturing Tool. I really use these to communicate back and forth with our students to keep people up to date on dates. You know, doors are closing, doors are open. Um, Here's a cool mention that we got. Our students tag us after almost all of my live lessons, which are just, it's just super fun to like get off of a live and then see people have, you know, taken little pictures of me teaching and stuff like that. And it kind of It's not intentional. Obviously I'm not telling my students to do this, but it does act as a little bit of FOMO. Like if I'm resharing that story now, people who are just watching and wanted to enroll, but maybe didn't, or were on the fence about it or want to enroll next time. They're like, oh my gosh, this looks really fun and people are really enjoying it. So it's, it's acting as social proof. And it's just kind of like this party that everybody wants to be a part of. So that's kind of how I'm using stories. We're not posting a ton of original content to stories. I just posted something about a a sale where we're running for like a little flash sale for the courses we've done one or two takeovers so far, which we definitely want to do more of. I want to see more of my students, like I said, in the feed. And I think I posted a couple quick, like on the fly selfie style stories, just sharing like what we're talking about in class today, just to. Test it out, I guess, but honestly, it's just. It's just not realistic from a resource perspective for me to be on there selfie style, every single dance stories. So that's something that I need to figure out. And then lastly, we'll talk about engagement. My engagement strategy so far has been pretty minimal. Again, this is why this account has so much more potential, but I just want to keep it real. I think it's, I don't know. I hope it's helpful to hear like a real story of engagement from somebody who's like managing a million other businesses and other things at the same time, because you know, I know what I should be doing. It's just managing an account on my own. Um, this is like realistic potential. I think for, if you're in the same boat, if you are also a busy business owner, or you're just learning this platform, like this is kind of like realistic, right? So anyway, for engagement, I haven't really been doing a lot. I've just been responding to things when people tag us and stuff. Of course we're responding. Another thing that we do in the cohort based courses is in the Slack channels. For the courses, we have like a social share, uh, tab or room or whatever you call it. So people can post their Instagram links in there. And that's what I use to follow all of my students. This was another reason I wanted a school Instagram account because I was having a hard time keeping up with everybody on my personal account while still like keeping up with my friends and family. And I was like, okay, I can't only follow my students. Cause that's all I'm ever going to see in my feed. And I wasn't ever seeing like when my aunts would post on Instagram or like my friends from high school or college. So it's really nice now because those are the only people that the OBLL account is following is either instructors like guest instructors for the course or our students. So it's great because now I just go in. couple times a week i'm gonna be honest i don't do it every day but i go in a couple times per week and i just like spend 15 20 minutes scrolling the feed liking things commenting on things watching our students content and just like you know engaging with them and that's pretty much my engagement strategy thus far i haven't went outbound at all which is definitely something that you should do if you're looking to grow an instagram account i'll talk about that in a minute but that's what we've been doing so far. Okay, so all that said, what are my next steps and like, what do I wanna do to continue growing this account? And let me know in the comments, by the way, if you're on YouTube or if you are on the audio platforms, send me a direct message or tag me or whatever on Twitter or Instagram. Let me know, would you like me to give you a Q2 update? Like, do you want me to keep this going for this brand new account or are you not that interested? No, No hard feelings. But do let me know. So what I'm going to do next is get on a consistent posting schedule. I swear I need to. So I'm going to make sure that I am planning out like at least three posts per week. I think the podcast is one, maybe like a course post and then maybe like a motivational post, you know, one for each pillar. I think I need to do that, um, if I want to see this grow at all. So that is on my list. The next thing is outbound engagement. Like I said, we haven't done any of that. So we haven't looked at, you know, creative entrepreneur hashtags. We haven't looked at any of our competitors. I hate using that word, but you know, anybody else in this, in this space and looked at who's following them and started to engage with them. Like we haven't done any of that and engagement is super, super important. And if you're new to Instagram engagement, basically just means, you know, you're going through, like I said, these hashtags, you're going through similar accounts, following list or follower list, I guess, and just liking some of their posts, talking to them, commenting on some of their posts, um, you know, sharing some things into your story and tagging them. We have done a little bit of tagging because I've recommended a few books. So we did get the author of one of the books who commented on one thing on OBLL, Another author commented on a very similar post, but it was on my personal account, so I was like, dang, I should have posted it from OBLL, but we have gotten a little bit of engagement that way. So anyway, doing more things like that is considered engagement. And then the last thing that I really want to do, and this kind of ties into the content, you know, consistency and schedule is just doing more with our students, again, getting on a regular schedule of having like takeovers, Instagram story takeovers. I think I probably want to start testing out some lives on the online business launch lab, Instagram, the first set of lives. Remember I did on my personal Instagram, just like interview our students and just like interview people who would be helpful. I'm always like, I always want to talk to people who know stuff that I don't know. That's really big to me is just like giving my students the value in however I can. And I know a lot of really smart people. I have a lot of really cool and smart friends who are into way interesting nerdy things that i know nothing about so like bringing some of them on to just teach and you know bring more value to the audience is always great and the thing the last thing i'm gonna leave you with is you know the people who follow this account are not all my students yet so we have to keep in mind that we are still selling even when we're not selling you know so That means by continuing to have those shareable posts, like those quote posts or those reading list posts or whatever, perform the best. We want to look at what was working and basically just like pull the lever scale, do more of that and you know, the drill. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to let me know and let me know if you'd like me to update you on Q2, Q3, Q4, be sure to check out our sponsor Descript. I absolutely love this tool and I've been creating so much. Cool. I think it's cool. I hope you all think it's cool. Short form content with that tool as well. And lastly, you may notice a new button. If you're on YouTube, it says join. I'm actually going to be doing a live on Monday to talk more about what is coming for the YouTube membership. But if you'd like to be one of the founding original members, you can click join right now and hang out with me and become a member. This feels weird to say, but we're going to be doing monthly live ask me anything style office hours as well as bonus videos i have been thinking about this series called freelance friday after dark for so long one of you recommended it to me or suggested it if it was you please 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 let me know because i want to give you credit for coming up with that name But, uh, yeah, I've been wanting to do some podcasts about just like some juicier topics, you know, um, I don't want to say controversial, but just, you know, like people are always asking me like, what do you think of this whole Elon Musk Twitter thing? And like, what do you think about parasocial relationships and just like deeper topics like that, that, um, I just don't want to get in, in, in the mud with on YouTube. So I'm going to do some of those bonus episodes for members only, and just like, you know, content that doesn't make the editorial calendar, but most importantly, we'll be doing the Ask Me Anythings once a month. So if you're somebody who like has burning business questions for me, if you have very specific questions for me, for my Q and A videos on YouTube, I try to keep them pretty relevant to everybody. But if you're like working with a client and you need help specifically on one thing or another, This is a really affordable way for you to get my advice and my help with whatever it is that you're working on every single month. So I'm excited to start this journey and Hey, if you join now, you're probably going to be one of like a very, very small number of people in that first live. So it'll be a good opportunity to get some, you know, very close time with me and uh lots of advice if you need it so anyway that's it i'll leave all that stuff in the show notes on the podcasting platforms as well i hope you all have a beautiful weekend and i appreciate you hanging out with me today i'll see you in the next one bye